Cool. So you're just finishing coming up to your last semester mm. in engineering. Yes, I'm the I'm the I'm the old guy. I'm the Pierce Hawthorne of of the of my school right now. My um, I didn't have any clear plans after high school, so I didn't really do much other than go straight into the workforce. My wife went to university and then eventually ended up going back and got her law degree. And uh, now it's time uh, that her career is completely sort of not completely, but sorted, stable kind of taken off. Uh, it was time that I could go back to school if I chose to. So I have gone to uh, the University of Calgary. I am in uh, the engineering program and I am reaching the end of my mechanical engineering degree. Because you love robots. I like robots. Robots is awesome. Uh, robots, you know, programming, nerd stuff, the maths. The maths of the robots. Maths. The, the new maths, the, the old maths. The, the mechanization of... of yeah. Labor. You want arms like grabbing the widget thing with wi- the turning in the wheel. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, slow down there, Poindexter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well. So, yeah. So I'm, uh, you know, uh, knocking on wood, hoping that I don't uh, manage to f- finally fail classes at the very, very end of my program. <laughs> well, you've been doing this like for the last like, three years. 300 like, years. Three years you've been like, Oh, I, I don't know if I'm going to do well. I only got straight A's. Hey, like, like, I have yet to get straight A's. <laughs> have you anything, anything lower than a than a C? Like a C minus? I um, I think it, I have an amendment right where I don't have to answer. You don't that. have to answer that. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's that's a little off. That's too probing a question. <laughs> no, I have not failed the class yet. So that, that, I'm thankful of that. It seems to be a, a near thing a few times, but not uh, not not as such yet. So. Well, I always found like when I went to school that the the returning students, the mature students, as it were, um, always did significantly better than everyone else because they don't have an option. Yeah, one they're typically smarter because they already have some sort of life skills. Well, I didn't realize this when I started out, but it turns out not only have I, uh, if I, I, I gave up my career to go back to school, which wasn't a good career, but it was a career. You were going, you were going places. Was, you were managing things. Was, I was managing things. I moved things around. I made phone calls. I filed stuff. I sat in a chair. You, you, you had the mimeograph rights. <laughs> the chair had wheels. It was, it was great. What's not to love? So yes, I gave up that career to go back to school, and I was informed only after the fact that if I actually failed out of school, I was not only uh, not having my career anymore, but I wasn't married, so my. Ooh. <laughs> that may have been an exaggeration, but uh, well, I'm, I'm sure cause if you know when you have a, a, a loving, doting wife at home, kind of supporting you mm. through that uh, failure, tends to have further consequences. It does. I, I can't simply uh, putz around and go to uh, art college for four years after I fail out of engineering. <laughs> I, I have to. <laughs> That'd be a, that would be a hard turnaround. Yes, I'd love to see this. Those in, first year engineers that drop out in you t- taking painting mm. and just just being terrible at it. Yes, trying to, <laughs> trying to engineer the painting. Uh, and engineers engineers are known for being whimsical and artful. And uh, yeah, so I see myself as an the, exception. There's a creativity definitely with engineering, and, mm. but the uh, the abstract and the linear tend to. I can draft you up something like nobody's business. Yeah, assuming it's already a thing. It's like when I was, like I said, when I was studying comedy, I'm looking for the the mechanics of it, like the the stuff, F A then B building blocks. The building, how do I, how does mm. this work as a machine? Right, if I take the joke the apart, basics. the joke apart, and look at the gears. Right, find the funny, find the funny, and, and, and find the pieces, and that works for some people. But you get a certain kind of heady kind of 
if you know your Latin, that joke was funny <laughs> kind of humor rather than the gut instinctual. Yeah. Like, I charts. I want charts. Like, I want. You know, Most I want of my it. jokes are funny if you have the exact same knowledge and background as me. And and we're there when it was being said. The, the first Venn time. diagram of overlap of all of these things is, is just a is just one little sliver with me in the middle of it, and, and that's Every, that. everybody else somewhere else. Yeah. So, so are you going to build robots when you graduate? I hope so. I actually am involved in uh, one of my projects uh, for the fourth year engineering. They have a design class, which is it's actually kind of cool because it's the only class I've ever had that is a full year class. So I'm not done it. So I don't get to wash my hands of it, but on the other hand, we're just sort of getting into the meat of it now. And I'm building a, I'm not going to go into too many specifics about what I'm building, but it is it's an Arduino-powered automation system. <laughs> it uh, delivers ingredients to a, to a process. Uh, I might as well say it. It's a beer brewing process. So we, uh, it's going to drop hops into, uh, into a beer brewing uh, kettle at specific times. So basically I'm making a, a robot that helps build beer. It is, is a beer machine. It's like the intersection of everything I love. So is it control everything? Is it control the, the temperatures? No, and... it uh, it will be controlled by a system that does control that. So it will be slaved okay, so it's like a, it's to a, a subset. system. It will be a subset, uh, which will simply respond to an input and deliver different ingredients at different times based on what the user has programmed in. And I've never... I'm very jealous because... When I took programming in my second year, third year, one of those years, uh, a year with a number, it was definitely a year with a number, I got to take C++, which although still used, is almost as old as me and substantially more interesting. It uh, was useful and uh, we also took, get this, Excel. They taught us Excel in our programming class. And although you can do programming with Excel, we didn't. Yeah, and you really shouldn't. And our test, our test for this class was a pen and paper test where we would sit down and be able to explain functions that you would use in Excel, uh, which we found fascinating because not only the second best source of trying to figure out what an Excel function does or how to use it is the Googles. Or a right-click or that, that, which brings me to the first best, <laughs> which is the built-in help file, which is it's, it's, you, it is inseparable from Excel. So the scenario, so we're, we're being tested with pen and paper. We're told what commands are and what ranges of cells we're clicking on and stuff like that. And we're we're actually like being told, okay, well, what asked? What is the output of this? Or how would this work? Or what is the syntax for this? Now. I, I think it's entirely possible that at some point in your life you may have to use Excel without access to the internet, but I find it very likely that you will not have to use Excel without access to Excel. So to not have what, access What to if the, you're on a desert island, Rob? Well, here's, what if you're on a desert island and you need to calculate uh, averages of a large group of numbers or find... Uh, I'll just recreate Excel with twigs. <laughs> Make a Turing complete yeah, computer. A Turing out of rocks and sticks with desert island components. A Turing base. Yes, that, that was a standard thing. Like, why can't why can't we just use a calculator in, in our in our exam? Like, just to do the basic math. Yep. You know why why can't we use it? Well, what if you don't always have a calculator? Then I'm not doing engineering. Then I'm not doing engineering. If I can't do engineering without a if I don't have a multimeter. I, I should not be doing electrical engineering. I really you yeah, got never back. used your tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's forty seven volts right there. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, come on, man. I thought you were old school. Come on, old school. But the way I figured is like you're out in the field and you're and you and, and you, you need some work done, so you call the intern back at the office. I need you to type exactly what I say. 
if open brackets <laughs> a two greater than yeah, I don't see it. Happening. No, they don't do that anymore. They changed the program, so it's uh, every it's it's the engineering program updates so quickly that the stuff that I I if you take the class one year to the next, it's not the same it's stuff anymore. Right. But I found when I had the, the same Newtonian problem. physics classes tend to be the same, more or less. But the textbooks are different the for textbooks some are different. reason. Yep. Even well, even though the the, the password the, is money. Password is kickback. Um. Yeah, like and but I found the requirements didn't change. Like if you started in a certain year, yep. those requirements. What you needed, your four-year plan on your admission date does not change. Is set in stone. God help you if they change the classes in the meantime. Which they do. So you end up having to go. They go have to go pull a calendar out off the wall from that year, look through and find out what the requirements were, and then try to match up. Figure out what's compatible. Oh, you have to go take this math class over here. You have to take 80% of this math class, but 20% of this spelling class. I was lucky. This course that I had to take, and I was having a hard time with it, um, it was a third-year course, and it was really holding me back. Which one? I'd rather not say. All right. Um, it was kind of this linchpin of, of electrical engineering, and I was having – I could do everything else but this <laughs> course. Uh, I was having a real trouble with it. You're currently employed as an electrical engineer. Yes, yes, I am. I can imagine why you wouldn't want to say. Why I want to say it's embarrassing. Um, it's more hardware based, and I was never, I'm more of a software guy. But I, can, I was doing, That's valid. Uh, but I'm doing other courses. I'm doing power engineering. I'm doing other courses. Yeah. But doing this one one course was holding me back, and and I really thought I was going to wash out because of this course. And then they split it into two courses, so I still needed to take two courses. So I thought, oh my goodness, double the work. No, no. It's the same material over one year. Uh, Suddenly it became much easier. It was the, it was the pace of it. They tr- recognized they, that this was maybe not the they, best arrangement. They tried to force a lot of, core, of, of really big concepts into four months. And it's like there's eight months worth of material there. And suddenly when they split it out, it's like, oh, yeah. And I, and I got at least, at least B's in the course when I took it the second that time. And it was much easier. But, of course, it screwed my schedule up because now it's taking a space – that's something else <laughs> that I could have taken. <laughs> they all fall like dominoes. Yeah, so so that's why that's why mm. that's why university was the best seven years of my life. <laughs> well, engineering is the the worst four years of your life for the best six. That's right. So, but I'm enjoying it. You're, you're for the terrible four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, turns out my mortgage doesn't just stop because I'm in school. So yeah, can't, can't, take, can't take your, your, would not your be grades fair. into the, into yeah. the bank. <laughs> it's like, here's my transcript. That'll pay my rent, right? Yeah, no. So no, I, I have a very distinct time limit. I'm graduating next year, come hell or high water. So It's good. Beg, bribe, steal my way. So. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's worthwhile. Um, I'm for the rest of my life going to have a phobia of rows of desks in gyms. It is quite horrifying to walk past a, a, a gymnasium full of rows of desks. It uh, brings it, back all sorts of heart palpitations. It took me years of not being in school to not get anxiety in September mm. of new classes, of not a feeling of when you have any sort of downtime. Feeling guilty that you're you not doing, doing something. something. Like it did not feel right to have downtime because years and years of university, <sighs> you had so much homework and labs and weekends and evenings full. You, you know, I still buy video games like I did before I went back to school. I, I'm amassing this lovely collection <laughs> that they look great on my shelf. They look so good, I know, pristine, I, unwrapped. When I got my last, my most recent job, we got an Xbox and I got we got Skyrim. 
Red Dead Redemption, and I can't remember the third one. These all these big sweeping. You're moral. not going to get one tenth of the way through. I that. have cry- I've opened the case mm. on these ones because I don't have the time. I played the introductory chapter of Deus Ex six times because I come back to it every four months. Oh yeah, I bought Mass Effect. That was the other one. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, good. Have you have you played through the the final I have, third chapter? I have. It's the only game the Mass Effect games is the only ones in recent memory that I've actually slowly but surely chugged my way through. And I will say it's 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 not just my favorite game of all time or games, I suppose plural of all time, but I think it's some of the best fiction I've ever wow. encountered. Uh, the storyline is pretty rich. Uh, there was that controversy. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Controversy about the ending. Uh, a lot of gamers weren't happy with the way they ended it. It sounded like, like it just kind of ended. Ended. Yeah, it did. Um, which it sort of has to. But uh, the the game itself is comprised of these big, huge, like world shattering choices that you have to make, and the choices that you make in one section will affect you know huge numbers of people and planets and races in in the, throughout the rest of the game. And Except the uh, what I heard was the ending still was the ending doesn't matter what and you there did. Were, there were three. There was a, there was basically the ending ending Otron uh, machine that you would reach at the end with three buttons and you would simply select which of your which of your endings you chose. Um, they did flesh them out a little bit more with the, the DLC. They, they released some DLC to fix that issue to make it uh, a lot more. It just kind of gives you a glimpse of how the universe works after you make the choice that you make and like what happens and and that's tailored towards you know whether or not this planet blew up or that race went extinct or something like that so they won't appear in the end credits but if it turns out it, it just you're trying to protect some light from some smoke <laughs> I, I think a lot of people could be upset about that uh, join the fight against the reapers kid we need you but yeah no it was it was fantastic i uh i i love my shepherd my shepherd is my shepherd in this, in you, this are game. Are playing boy, boy, boy shepherd? I'm playing fem shep. I am. I am a fan of the fem shep. But uh, Jennifer Hale was it? I. I'm. I'm if, only, if only we could look this up on some sort of device. Oh, we've got a caller. Look at that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's too bad we're not connected to the internet in every conceivable way with every device we've right ever now. Owned. Will that mess anything up if you look on the? I, uh, I shouldn't. On the keep keep pod, talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with. I'm gonna mess with stuff. Right. I'll, I'll narrate the messing with stuff. He's moving the mouse. And yeah, well, this is great radio. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. It, it's like it's like your Excel test. I want to say Jennifer Hill, and just you know, for the purposes of this conversation, it can be Jennifer Hill. Her, her, um, her uh, narration—not narration, but her voice work—was exceptional. Uh, it was very, very good. Uh, I found it was just it was just nuanced and and had you know very strong emotion in the appropriate places. And uh, I have no idea what it's like to be a, a voice actor. I assume it's probably a lot like being a podcaster it's like this only this fewer like you're in a smaller room jennifer hale hey look what the i did the voice of jennifer hale i know things um yeah i remember like before playing the game looking through the the voice list and i was like a who's who of star trek and you know seth green's in there and a bunch yep. of stuff and it's like okay plays joker plays plays the the witty and sarcastic pilot of the ship People love wit and sarcasm. Mm. So uh, it has a... Oh, who does it have? It has Trisha Helfer, too, who I'm a fan of from Battlestar Galactica. Actually, I, I, um, I understand that until the third one came out, Jennifer Hill hadn't played the uh, the games because she's not really a video game No, she's a voice. Person. She's a voice actor, and video games aren't really her thing, but someone, uh, I guess, convinced her to try it. And I, I heard an interesting thing that she said that the um, when she played, she played very neutral. She made choices for dialogue that were, were not... Uh, you know the the paragon or the which is the good or the renegade which is the sort of the 
more harsh, more evil kind of kind of character because she found that those those sort of neutral and balanced responses were actually the hardest to to nail when she was recording them, which I thought no. which would be really I interesting. Just that. And I've never actually heard most of them because this is one of those games that, you know, you, you make these choices and you make either good choices or bad choices, but the rewards for the choices you make are greatest if you stick with one or the other. So obviously you're playing as as, you know, Mother Teresa or or our Dark Dark Lord Satan, you know. It's there's, there's, there's no there's somewhere between I will sacrifice myself to save your pet and I will eat your babies. You know, it's it's it goes. It's, it's kind of extreme, and, and the middle selection is like, "Tell me more." <laughs> Precisely. So it's like, it's like, I will I will destroy you and all that you have known. What can I do to save you? Your wish is my command, and yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I only put the first little bit of the first Mass Effect just for scheduling, and I found it was. I kept waiting for someone to call. Shepherd on his shit because he's go- he's going around Citadel basically asking different species why they talk like that. Yeah. Like you just can't ask someone why they talk like that. Racist. That's so racist. Damn it, Shep! Keep your mouth shut. Read a book. <laughs> uh, kept trying to start romantic relationships with every second person I talked to too. Because you heard you could. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You gotta try, but yeah, no, that's what I've heard. Is just as a story alone, it was a good. It was it was very very good. Cinema, cinematography too is just so sweeping and and lar- it feels large. Hmm. And they they did a few little tricks that I I don't know because the first game was very very in depth and good and it was big, but it um, they they changed a lot of the mechanics between the first and the second game. So they changed the way for the, combat for the, for the better, or? for the better, in my opinion. Um, the first game was very long and long in good ways, but also long in possibly tedious ways. I did enjoy driving around the planet surface because each planet that you went to had like a you know one square kilometer or ten square kilometer, however it is, big map. And you get in your vehicle and you drive around on that map, so it does feel like these planets are you know, large open spaces, and so you are free to explore a little bit, which was great. For the first eight planets you were on, and then okay, <laughs> after now, a while, I'm, like, now I'm looking for ore. Just give me, yeah, just give me a ra- some a give rail. Me, yeah. give me a hallway I can walk down and shoot things that pop out. Precisely. So it did. It did get a bit uh, tedious after that. So they they actually removed that section in the second game. Um, the combat mechanics were all completely changed. Um, a lot of the graphics seem to have been massively updated and changed uh, as well. So it was. It became a very different experience, but still had this the same universe, the same characters, your same character, which you know you play through. You can play through from the beginning of one to the end of three, and uh, they kept most of those mechanic changes for three. So two and three are very very similar. One mm-hmm. is quite a bit different, but they're all good in their own way. Uh, but once they, uh, it, it was interesting because now that you don't have the exploration quite so much as you did in the first one, but you've already if you've played through it, you already have done it. So you've got a sense that there's this great huge vast universe out there and you just kind of know that after that point but you, don't you don't have, have to go to, find every corner yeah, you don't have to turn over every rock and dig up the you know, smash up. every urn precisely you know there's coins in those urns Personally, <laughs> hearts too <laughs> half the economy half the a game world economy is just in pots in just sitting in the woods I love that no one ever comments that you just like wreck up their place too you can go into houses and smash up uh, loot their stuff <laughs> yeah. I guess Skyrim had like you when you steal something, you've stolen it, right? And that, that is at least recognizes that 
there are things as possessions. Yeah. <laughs> if you fail, like, is it possible to fail in stealing something and someone? Will yeah, you get get a, in Skyrim. Uh, uh, and I've only watched my wife play. <laughs> but yeah, like you get caught breaking the law in town, you get arrested and you go to jail. Cool. And you either have to like pick your way, lock your way out, and break out, or pay the fine and oh, and, and I wish I had stuff time. is talking away from you. So I wish I had time. I don't have time to live my own life. Yeah. Let alone. A fictional life. Yeah, the time, just the time to play stuff. It's all the games. I keep deluding myself that once I've graduated, I'll actually have time to sit down and play these things. But there always seems to be something more important to do when you're a grown up. <laughs> so you got a podcast now. What's up about? It? So, uh, so how badly did you uh, whip yourself with your own vacuum cleaner? Oh, you read that, did you? I did read that. Yeah, I'm starting to actually realize I have very little filter for. Um, the, the, I don't remember who commented, but it was there are two ways of, of removing a electrical plug from across a room when you're vacuuming. You can either do it properly, i.e. walking over and unplugging it by the plug, or you can do it the dude way, which is give it a flick with your wrist and progressively harder flicks until it finally does come free. Um, I learned that I shouldn't vacuum without a shirt on. Which, as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> Hello, ladies. I'm sorry. I'm taken. But it... I whipped myself. I had a welt six inches long for a week. I, something... Physics... Mere physics alone cannot capture or explain adequately what I did to myself. It had the kinetic energy of a hand grenade. Whipped me across the hip. And I, I had this... I looked like I was in a movie about Romans. Oh, pre-Christian era. Uh, it was awful. Uh, so, yeah, that happened. <laughs> so, two things. Wear, one, wear a shirt when you vacuum. One, wear a shirt when you vacuum. Two, two, don't be stupid. Don't pull by the cord. Don't pull by the cord. I was always taught not to do that because you damaged the plaque. Yeah, I assume I probably did that too. And then, I didn't. I never thought about the whipping. whipping I guess in thing. fairness, I'll heal, but the plug probably won't fix itself. It just went all Indiana Jones on me and just flew from across the room. We're talking like four meters away. <laughs> In my mind, I'm picturing it like taking like several minutes, like just <laughs> flailing across the room, just knocking off books, scaring the cat, oh, and coming don't, back. I don't, I don't man a fire hose topless anymore either for very much the same reason. No, but it makes for a great calendar. <laughs> well, I, I, I had the presence of mind. I did post it on, on one of my various social networks, but I had the presence of mind to not include a photo. I think that might have been against some sort of terms of service. It's against my terms of service to post photos of myself. Photos without, of, a shirt. Of, of, without a shirt. Dumb injuries. <laughs> yep. Should be a hashtag. Yeah. Should be just a common. At least dumb, your face up. Dumb injuries. Yeah. Hashtag ow. Hashtag ow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. To, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you recovered. <laughs> you learned what's important. You learned. You learned a lesson. What lesson is that? <sighs> oh. All right, well, but then, then you get a story of it. Nobody wants to hear the story where you didn't whip yourself across the back with a vacuum cleaner cord. That's a cord. dull story. Well, thanks very much for having me. Hey, no problem. This was great. And uh, I'll talk to you later. All right.